For over 40 years, Northwest Iowa bone, joint, and sports surgeons have been providing state-of-the-art orthopedic care right here in your backyard. Our physicians and staff are here to help you get back into the game by offering everything from sports medicine to total joint replacement, as well as hand and foot surgery. Visit us on the web at nwiabone.com. Well, advanced metrics. Advanced metrics. Oh, Lord. You are a geek. You are a nerd. I'm I'm bad at math, but I respect it. You are a nerd. It's valuable. You're tuned to the SDR Triple Option podcast from the Spencer Daily Reporter. Let our local voices get you ready for the weekend of football ahead. In episode 24, the guys break down NFL Championship Sunday. Please sit back and enjoy the SDR Triple Option podcast. Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the SDR Triple Option Podcast. Back to the speed option with, with still no Randy. It's just me, yours, yours truly, Nate Shaughnessy, hosting with the, so, the TJ. So we're a speed option. So we're either a pitch or a quarterback follow. The dive is out. Right. No dive. No more dive. These last few episodes. Every, mo, everything's mostly towards the edge. Which which is fine. We The speed we, me and you have, it, that's the way it needs to Top be. Top flight. Top oh, yeah. flight. Like a, like pretty, a, I feel like TJ would beat me in a foot race, too. I, I know for a fact I would beat you in a foot race. Nah, for you, a fact. You're old. You'd probably you probably throw your back me? out after the second 20th well, yard. at the 45th yard, I can. or I don't know how long we're racing. I'm not going over exactly. 40. I don't know. We're, we're not going over 40. <laughs> we're doing 50. <laughs> I would murder you. Come on. I don't think I'm going to so. smoke you in a foot race. I, don't, I mean, I think you'd win. I don't know about murdering. Well, okay. You're right there because we're, I don't have enough time. Well, it's only 40 or 50 yards. There's not enough time to, like, beat you You said going you're not away. going over 40. For, whatever. 40 or 50. There's not enough time. Whatever. Want to run a mile? You're not fast. No, I'm not sure if I can. I am faster than you. Not close. Mm-hmm. Not close. Mm-hmm. Did you see you on that, uh, on the uh, promotional day we took the photos? Pure speed. Terrible. Raw speed. Terrible. No catching ability. You couldn't throw. I never, I never said anything about being able to catch. You were football. five foot nothing, a hundred of nothing, not one speck of athletic ability, and you've hung in with the best, the best newspaper in the land for five years. Five, five, you ain't gotta six. Pr- you ain't got to prove nothing to nobody except yourself. And if you ain't done that by now, it ain't never gonna happen. I'm just adamant that I get at least those six inches. <laughs> five, six, five, nothing's just hurt, just hurtful. Well, I just compared you to Rudy Rudiger. You're welcome. Yeah. Yeah. You're welcome. I've never actually watched I'm like the, the whole movie. I'm like the Joe Montana on that team. I've never watched the whole movie. Really? I don't Never seen all of He gets a sack at the end. Well, yeah, I kind of figured that much. His best buddy dies in a tragic like, accident like, at the, uh, at the sorry, factory. Sorry, Coach Ty. I never watched Rudy. Well. Next week, we Clem- might have to do top five football movies. Clemson hadn't watched it either. <laughs> Clemson was just like, nah, we don't care. We don't give. We don't care. No, nothing about Rudy. We're just, just going to roll over you. I bet the average college football player these days has not seen that film. If you're if you're a Golden Domer, you have. Yeah, I think you. That's daily like orientation. Daily, instead of watching film, do they watch Rudy? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> it's actually they put it on a screen over the play like a champion poster. Yeah. Anyways, do we want to lead with, with Pro S? Bowl rosters? <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I really don't. We've got them here, folks. We they have, will happen. There they are, and there are players on them, but I don't really care. We're going to talk about uh, the best championship Sunday in NFL history. It sure wasn't last year when the Vikings got boat raced. I thought it was pretty entertaining, but... Uh, no, you're wrong, mister. It's not quite the same as two overtime games. No. Vikings last year, we got the first seven. Eagles, hold my beer. We'll get the next 38. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was... 
I don't think disgusting. I even watched that full game. <laughs> I don't just blame like, you. Oh, there A goes. lot of Viking fans didn't either. But <laughs> yeah. this past Sunday was fantastic. Yeah, absolutely fantastic. And I think you got to start at the top with the uh, the play of the day. Oh, was that the uh, was that the kickoff? The opening kickoff? I think it was the the, uh, the Rex the Rex Burkhead. The Rex Burkhead. <laughs> he had a tutty, I think, against the, he had the game winner. Oh yeah, that's right. Sony Michelle had the one before that, and then Burkhead. That's right. He did. But no, of course, we're talking about pass interference. The no call on Nikel Roby Coleman. Wow. Yeah. He runs him over, then he's looking back like, ah, oh, crap. Where's ev- the flag? As everybody thought going into that game, the most crucial moment would happen between Tommy Lee Lewis and Nikel Roby Coleman. <laughs> what a nice route, too. Tommy Lee Lewis starts in the backfield, does a wheel route. Nicely thrown ball. He just got ran over. He did get, he got trucked. Yes, he did. And it's, and it's egregious missed call. Uh, the referee was approximately four yards away from that play, staring right at it. I'm still going to stand right up for it. the referee a little bit. He's, he's on. He's on the off. Like the. He's receivers. by. He's by the pylon. No, no. He's facing the end zone. He's facing the end zone. Yeah. Correct. Why the heck is he doing that? Because he's on the sideline looking at the play right here. I could show you a video of it, but that's not very beneficial to if, our medium. If we had cameras all over, you could. Yeah, there's a there's a good video of like a fan cell phone video from the end zone. So the referee there was not watching the play. Is that what you're telling me? He's staring right. Um, he's staring right at it. Well, you he, said he's facing the end zone. Right. Well, facing between, the end zone. He's between the the non called pass inter- like. Yeah. Between. But you said facing the end zone. That leads to me. He's looking this way, and the play is over there. The play's on the sideline. I know where the play was. Right? And they threw it downfield. I remember the play vividly. Uh-huh. You so said he was facing the end, the end zone. No, he was facing the play. He was facing the line of scrimmage. Um, Is that what you're trying no. to say here? Nope. Regardless, we could go on for this for days. I know what you said. I think I know what it means. <laughs> All right. So he sees Tommy, like Tommy Lee Lewis is facing him. They're facing each other. Yeah. So he's facing the line of scrimmage, the referee. No, no, you almost dropped an he's, F-bomb there. He's turned, he's turned back. Swear jar, 50 cents. Tommy Lee Lewis has turned back towards Drew Brees. Yeah, I know. And then the Roby Coleman just runs him over. He's Roby Coleman is facing the sideline. Uh-huh. He just runs him over. Uh-huh. You said the referee is facing the end zone. Right. That would be his back was turned to the because play. Because he's in between the, the <laughs> non-catch and the line of scrimmage. I know. Facing towards the end zone. <sighs> so he sees Robbie, Roby Coleman come barreling in, not turning his head around at all. I'm just saying there is no defense for not making that call. Bang, bang, whatever, doesn't turn his head around, hits him in the head. He's four yards away from it, staring right at it. Uh-oh, I'm going to give you a big head now. I just figured out I just figured out where the referee was positioned. He was facing the end zone. I thought you meant the referee's back by the pylon. No, no. the referee. Jesus, a little loud there, bud. <laughs> You're killing me. Are you okay? Randy, relax, okay? No. It's not, you're not going to have a coffin fed on us here, are you? My ya? mic's just turned down a lot more than yours because I'm not so loud. <laughs> no, that time. was just louder than hell. <laughs> the referee was at the line of scrimmage, basically. In comparison Basically to at the, the line of was, scrimmage. Yes. Or two, three yards off of it. No, because it was – how far – Like what was it, like a 20-yard pass? No, it was like a 10-yard pass. It's only third and 10. It's like a 10-yard pass, if that. Maybe we'll even like it, an 8-yard we'll pass. We'll call it 15. It was not 15. Look at your sheet. <laughs> It was third and ten at the Rams thirteen. It wasn't. It wasn't at the end zone. <laughs> no, it wasn't at the end so zone. So it wasn't a fifteen-yard pass. It was like an eight-yard pass. But regardless, 
the, in real time, that's tough for a referee to see. I'm going to defend the referee a little bit. We slow it down. You can see it's pass interference. But that said, the guy doesn't turn around. I mean, he just runs right through him. you got to throw something. There's somebody on that crew, Vinovich. Somebody's got to throw something on that crew. There's no, you don't need to slow the play down at all. If you don't turn your head around. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, let alone barreling into the dude. Um, well, the referee had uh, the under. So and they, had the, and they had the Rams getting three and a half, so he didn't want to ruin it. Vegas, Vegas radioed in right there to the officials like, yeah, you're not calling this. We have a lot of action on the Saints. I mean, you are swallowing that flag. If we want to go, I mean, I, I picked the Rams and I picked the under in that game. So, I mean, I was fine with it. I think I did too, didn't I? You picked the under. I don't know. I, who... I think I picked the Rams. Yeah, Absolutely. We'll run it back. I picked the Rams. I know I did. All right. Well. Actually, I don't know I did. I think I did. Well, I know I did. Well, I know Sunday at 2 o'clock I picked the Rams. No, I picked the under only. I didn't touch the Rams. <laughs> With his, uh, <clears throat> not, a, not a gambling reference, right? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Uh, for a pack of gum with and, the old man. Anyway, it opens up the uh, – so a bunch of people are like, now you have to make pass interference reviewable. I think it's pretty much impossible to do that. Mm-hmm. For starters, they're only, they would only review calls – It'd be very hard to review non-calls. You can't. It'd have to be something that's only thrown, right? Uh, only a flag that's thrown. Only a it would penalty have to be a called. challenge flag. You'd have to make it a challengeable. Well, thing. I'm saying you can only challenge penalties that are called, right? I don't think you can even challenge. Them. Well, under this new proposed rule. Yeah. Yeah. They, they would only review something if it was called. Like reviewing a non-call wouldn't. Happen. I still say. Just leave it up to the officials. Leave it a judgment call. We have them in every sport. We have them in baseball with balls and strikes. We have them in basketball with, you know, everything except for a ball going out of bounds. Leave it to Unless the officials for a <laughs> Huh, I didn't. A couple weeks ago, whatever. That's I fine. did not see it's that. Just but leave it leave it to be a judgment call to the officials. Our referee's gonna miss some, yes, but they get a lot of them right too. Right. I think Kurt Warner had a really pertinent tweet about it where he was just like, you know, I always wanted to throw 100% too, but (laughs) sometimes it doesn't happen. And it just stinks that a really bad no call leads to that happening, but the Saints have no one but themselves to blame for losing that game. First and 10 after Ted Ginn Jr.'s catch to the 13-yard line, why are you throwing the ball? They throw it. Run the damn ball. Run it twice. Rams use their timeouts. Then third and, you know, whatever from the wherever, you know. Probably run it again. I still. Oh, I, I run it again too. Or mm-hmm. a really safe, like a screen to Kamara. Get, I think that'd be yeah. a great spot for that. Get rid of as much clock as possible instead of giving them, you know, minute fifty, minute, minute 50 forty, two timeouts yeah. to go get a field goal. And, and Greg Zerline can kick a ball whew. eight thousand yards in a and goal. he could. It doesn't matter. The uprights could be that wide right there, about an inch. And he's like, oh, okay, I'll just drill it. What else do you want? That's fine. Jeez. No big <laughs> that, deal. That was ice water right there, man. Holy crap! And you know they go on to win the. Uh, coin toss in overtime, mm-hmm. which is basically and evens, then it, evens the table in my book. And then it was the but Rams D-line. We can talk about play. that overtime after the break. The Average Joe, a hair salon for men on the go. Let Lisa have you looking your best today. Be sure to stop in on Wednesdays and receive $2 off your haircut. Look for The Average Joe at its new location in South Spencer at 603 South Grand Avenue. Walk-ins welcome or schedule an appointment at 712-580-3356. The Average Joe Hair Salon for Men. Employment Connections is your locally owned and operated employment agency where one application equals many opportunities. Come visit our certified staffing professionals to see what we can do for you. Don't forget to ask about our referral and hire on bonuses. 
Hunting and fishing seasons are here. Call Pluger Taxidermy to mount your hunting or fishing trophy today. Located in Spencer, call 712-580-HUNT and search for Pluger Taxidermy on Facebook. Again, that's 712-580-4868. Hi-V is excited to sponsor the debut season of the SDR Triple Option Podcast and a proud supporter of the Spencer High School Tiger football team. Shop High V for all your tailgating needs this season. That's High V on Grand Avenue in Spencer. And we're back to the second segment of the SDR Triple Option Podcast. TJ, how you doing? Well, I <clears throat> have a trivia question for you this week. Awesome. All right. You ready for this one? Uh, always. Who were the first Heisman Trophy winners inducted into Canton? Two. At the same time? Same year. 1905. 1985. Oh, that's, 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 you didn't know what, you didn't know what ought meant? I'm, I, know, I know what ought means. You're off by 80 years. <laughs> oh, so it's 2060? Um, nope, the other way. Uh, if you get it wrong. Joe Montana? If you get it wrong, I will give you a hint. Joe Montana? Would, would you like your hint? Yeah, I just got it wrong. One of the quarterbacks said Both that quarterbacks. Hmm? One of the players, not both quarterbacks. That's another hint. Oh, jeez. There's another hint for you. One of the players famously said, I love sex as much as Joe Namath. The only difference is I have it with one woman. Oh, when you, when you first started saying that, I thought I was going to guess Joe Namath. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I have no idea. I don't know. Okay, that's Roger Staubach. Okay, sure. The other one is the only running back to run for 2,000 yards in a 14-game season. And OJ? I believe, correct. OJ Simpson. Turn on the juice. I guess. I think uh, Staubach went to the Air Force or Navy, one or the other. Don't remember which. He was one an of academy the, guy. For yeah, sure. for sure. And then the juice obviously was a Trojan. Mm-hmm. And then got to hang out in Buffalo. Uh, and then yeah, we can go on and on about uh, the juice. You yeah, know, we could have some fun conversations. Definitely loose. <laughs> wow. I still think that's one of the best nicknames for an offensive line ever, though the Light Company, because they turn on the juice. Oh, I did not know that. Oh one. yeah, it's a great nickname. I did not know that yeah. one. Maybe our Twitter follower Willie Rofe could have helped us with that. Oh, I assume he's a student. Oh, I'm sure he's listening every offensive week. Line nickname no, he's history. listening every week to us. He'll probably call in like, oh, hey, guys, yeah, I knew that. Yeah, he's probably our three or four thousandth listener we should, average per week. We should have asked Coach Hookman about Willie Rofe. Like, so you got connections for us, right? I mean, you know Willie Rofe, right? He, you know he is our You're follower. <laughs> you know he's our follower, Coach. From New Orleans, you're a New Orleans guy. Come on. Of course they met. Oh, yeah. How can they not? They probably talk on the regular. <laughs> Yeah, that's and then Coach Hookfin is like, Willie, these three knuckleheads and Spencer have a podcast. It's not good. <laughs> it's not interesting. But I tell you what, it does give exist. him a follow. It does exist. You should it give does him a little exist. love. And these guys, if you follow them, Willie, if they know anything about football, they will freak out when you follow them. And lo and behold, when it said Willie Rofus followed you, I'm on the horn. Oh, my God! TJ did freak out. Oh, I did. It's Willie Rofe. I was a little bit more tempted. Number 77 on the field, number one in our hearts. I can't argue with that. I just he's also think he's got real big thumbs and he hit follow on accident. Yeah, well, he hasn't deleted it. <laughs> no, he hasn't. <laughs> Goodness of his heart. That's because he's a good guy. Yeah, that's. he's like, well, I'm never click, clicking those links. <laughs> so anyway, like I was saying, like we were saying kind of the last segment there, the Saints only have themselves to blame, especially you consider the first quarter. You get inside the red zone, you kick two field goals. No, 
You got yeah. Drew Brees, Mike Thomas, Kamara, uh, Mark Ingram, Ted King Jr. Go down and get a touch. Go down and get touchdowns. You make it twenty-one nothing. Then this doesn't even happen. The first field goal you can kind of live with. You drove the length of the field, but you get gifted the ball. Oh out yeah, Gurley's hands. Yeah, at like the turn that into six. I mean, come on. That was so huge for the Rams holding them to field goals. Massive, massive, and like, and but the Rams kind of did it too when they settled for a field goal on the one in the fourth. I, I agree with the call, though. Oh, I, I hate that call. What if he doesn't get it, though? Mathematic. Well, if the, if he doesn't get it, they're down by three, right? Mm-hmm. 20 yeah. to 17. Yep. Yep. The Saints have the ball on the inch line, mm-hmm. and they are likely to play somewhat conservatively. You're going to get that ball back. <sighs> time out now. You'll... Time out. Time out. Somewhat conservatively, it is Sean Payton. Sean Payton does like to roll the dice, and he's got Drew Brees, Mike Thomas, Kamara. He's got weapons. He might run it on, like, first down, but second and third. Don't be shocked there if he tries airing it out a little bit. So right. I and actually it, agree with the call you, to tight And your defense has been playing very well against them all game long. You have them backed up. The likelihood of them driving far enough to score more points is pretty Well, they didn't have to. It was only, like, mathematically it was only like three and a half minutes left. You only need, like, was, two first downs. That was more like five minutes. I think it was only like three and a half. <laughs> We're going to disagree again. <laughs> I think it's only like three and a half minutes. Even if it is five, you only need two or three first downs and the game's over. So it's not a there matter was, of was, them driving 99 was, to score. You only need a couple first was, downs. Okay, you done? There it was five, There was 5.16 to go when they, when they kicked the field goal. It's on your sheet. I printed it out for you. There's only 300 sheets here. I have yeah, to go well, through all this. And they tied the game, which is all fine and dandy, but then they, the Saints know they have to score. Okay, that is 5.16, but still... Five, you have them you give up. it to him, give it to him at five sixteen to go. You only need two or three first downs, and it ices it. And you had a chance to tie the game. And with how your defense is playing, you trust him to get a three and out, or you know only hold him to one first down, which they did. Then you get the ball back, and that's exactly what happened. And it worked they didn't, out. Though. No, they went and kicked a field goal, and then they had to come back and get a game tying field goal to go to overtime. Oh yeah. Yeah. You're, you're mathematically, it's mathematically advantageous to get that touchdown. Well, they kicked clearly, the field goal and it right? worked. So it, it, it kind of works in my favor. Just because it worked out doesn't mean it was the right thing. Well, sure. If it worked out, it's the right thing to do. That's revision. So what if they stuff them and then the Saints wear out the, run out the clock and get two, three first downs? That, I, live, I live with that. No. For sure. Not when you have a chance to tie the game. The, no way. The Rams had a... Tie the game let up. Let me look it up here. In power run situations had like a 62% success rate in power runs this season. They are... It's they 38% are of the run, time you're not getting they're it. They're a power run team. Yeah, but you're, you can like... You have the Saints guessing because they know you're really good in those short run situations and you run a play action pass. Bingo, bingo. Like play action pass. What if a guy drops it? Plus, what if uh, pass interference? What if uh, a lot of th- what if there's a sack? Well, there's a lot of things. Yeah. What if you fumbled a snap on the field goal attempt? Uh, there's, very, there's a lot of you what ifs. very rarely, if ever, see that happen. You very rarely see that happen. Snap spot. They get that like 99 out of 100, if not batting a thousand. If you think you have a 40 percent chance of making that touchdown, you should go for it. No, tie it up. No, tie it up. You're, yeah, gosh, for for a gambler, you're not very ballsy. No, that's just smart. You tie tie the game up right there, which they did. Go on and win the game. No, I and they got they got lucky with the most egregious no call. Well, they got lucky. Well, they got lucky. Ted Ginn caught that ball. I think he was double covered. He was. He's yeah. very lucky to catch that ball, and then lucky Sean Payton, Sean Payton went pear shaped and uh, forgot uh, how to manage the clock. And Drew right. Brees. They needed all of those things to happen to have that play work out for them. Mm-hmm. When if they would have got, been, gone ahead by four points, 
or if they don't, or if they don't, advantage. or if they don't get it, or if they don't get it, and then the Saints take the ball, get a few first downs, bingo, bango, See, bongo, game decision. over. That's I think bad, it's a good decision. Bad decision. Well, I think it's a great decision. Well, advanced metrics. Advanced metrics. Oh Lord, you are a geek. You are a nerd. I'm, I'm bad at math, but I respect Jesus. it. You are a nerd. It's valuable. And you'd think Sean McVay, of all coaches, would be paying the most attention to that type of stuff. Well, the second best, one of the, well, I shouldn't say second you're best. You're talking about a dude that's ballsy enough to go for a fourth and five fake punt on his own 30. They do that all the time. Johnny Hecker's got a heck of an arm. They do that he all does. the time. He does. It's gorgeous, but it's still it's still very ballsy. He needed something to change the momentum, though, was one. it? 13 to nothing at the time. Yeah, it was 13 nothing at the time. Need something to change momentum. No, and I 100% agree with going for that fake punt. It was awesome, especially with Johnny Hecker and old mm-hmm. Jim, previously mentioned on the podcast, Jim Fossil as their special teams coordinator. Oh, Fossil. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. <laughs> Went to a Super Bowl. I would say almost won one, but he didn't. He the did Ravens the beat Ravens the hell out of him. A considerably better team. And he was, he was not a great offensive coach. <laughs> well, he wasn't that game, but, but no one was going to be that Johnny game. Hecker how to throw some dives from the punters. I'll bet Johnny Hecker already knew how to throw. I would, that'd be my guess. And he sold the fake punt real well, too. That was good. Nice little comeback route. Fresh I watched forward. a whole montage nice. video of him running fakes this week. Good. And he's he's pretty he's pretty damn good at it. No kidding. But that was a huge call for sure. And did the Rams go down and get a field goal after that or a touchdown? Yeah, that was a field goal. It was a field goal, but three. still. But it, it still huge it, for momentum. It got it going for him. And got Drew Brees off the field because the uh, Saints were kind of humming right there. So they needed something. They were. They had. They really had no answers for Kamara and those little short. Rams started off just slow as hell. They could not get anything going. They couldn't hear because of the crowd. They had equipment malfunctions. Uh, Saints defense started that game just on fire. They did. And what's up with Gurley? Uh, it's a good question. What's the deal? So I've heard he the they punished him after that first drop, which the ball was kind of to his uh, would be his left side. Hard to blame him for that. I mean, is he still a little the, beat up? Well, they they didn't punish him after the first drop because they put him back in and he dropped it again. When was his second drop? Was his second drop I think it was later the, in the game, wasn't it, it? No, I think it was the next series. It, it obviously didn't turn into an interception, but I do think it was on third down. Might have been second down. But it was a you know, it was a catchable ball. It, mm-hmm. with those, they were both with catchable. those gloves, you know, and Gurley being Gur- Gurley's He's a phenomenal a great, player. Great pass catcher. Carried me back. to a runner up finish in a fantasy league this year. But I would imagine he's still a little beat up. That's the only thing I can come up with. He's, Although his helmet was on, he looked good over there. But he spends the entire third quarter stretching. You don't. Uh, we don't know what's really going on behind the scenes, and maybe they're just like, man, C.J. Anderson's rolling right now. He had a good game against the Cowboys. Let's just go with it and see he what was, happens. He was doing well enough. You got to figure if he is unhealthy, the two weeks before the Super Bowl helps out. So now, if you're now if you're the Patriots, the Patriots they're notorious. All right, all right, all right. before we get into the Patriots. We gotta take another break. Fair enough. We'll talk about it after the break, folks. Do you think car payments have gotten out of reach for you to get a new car? Have you considered leasing? Typically, lease payments are considerably less than conventional loans. Check us out. We are Don Pearson Ford at DonPearsonFord.net or give us a call at 712-262-5750. Stop in at Brown's Shoe Fit. We have a shoe for every occasion, whoether you're looking for a shoe to run in, work in, or just something casual. Every day we look forward to helping you find the perfect pair for any purpose or occasion. That's Brown's Shoe Fit in downtown Spencer. Make a tire or auto repair appointment today. 
Graham Tire of Spencer proudly serves Spencer and the Iowa Great Lakes. We feature tires that fit your needs and budget from top quality brands. We also pride ourselves on being your number one choice for any auto repair. Let us earn your business. Call Graham Tire today, 712-262-3700. Don't let your honey-do list keep you from a weekend of football. Play some offense and let Nelson Jewelry game plan her perfect gift in your budget. We make jewelry buying easy and painless so you can get back to the game. Nelson Jewelry in downtown Spencer. All right, we're back at the SDR Triple Option Podcast. I'm Nate Shaughnessy, joined by TJ Murphy. What were you going to say? Ching, ching. <laughs> that was uh, that was off air, TJ. Is that what I was going to say? <laughs> Referencing uh, something else. Um <laughs> Oh no! What the smooth. what the Patriots are known for is taking away your best offensive option, right? I mean, Tyreek Hill had one ball against. It was a big catch, but he had one ball against the Patriots. Travis Kelsey two. One of them was had, a touchdown. He had three, and he drew a pass interference, but Tyreek. Oh Hill, God! J.C. Jackson had a bad day. Oh, that was yeah. Sean McVay. If I'm, if I'm the Rams, yeah, that's Sean McVay's watching at. that. Like wherever twenty-seven is, yeah, go after that. We're dude. going, but. He he's got to prepare like Gurley's gonna play, right? I mean, he just has oh, to. Absolutely. So, do you prepare to take that away? Do you want to take away Brandon Cooks? Which Brandon Cooks? That's interesting. They'll know what he likes to do and doesn't like to do because he was there last year. But yeah, Cooks will also Cooks year. will also know what their defense kind of likes to do. But ah, if, that if anybody changes, if anybody can uh, rediagram something, it's the old hood man. Yeah, they they change what they're doing. Every week, Cooks is a bit predictable. I don't know. Do you try to take away Robert Woods? Robert Woods is pretty versatile. I, I was just gonna say, if if that's the case, Robert Woods is gonna eat eat them alive because Robert Woods is a fantastic wide receiver. And they use him a lot of different yes, ways. They, they throw do. a lot of screens to him and whatnot. And if he doesn't trip over his own feet <laughs> yeah. uh, at the end of regulation, there he might have won that game mm-hmm. right away. That's for sure. But uh, it'll be interesting to see what the uh, defensive alignment is. I'm sure the hood man ain't getting much sleep these next a week and a half. Neither is McVeigh. Well, uh, even offensively for the Patriots. You know you can't run the ball like you did on the Chiefs. Uh, you got Aaron Donald and Sue up front, Michael Brockers, uh, some other dudes that are also good. <laughs> Those other guys in the stuff. <laughs> and yeah, they play the positions on the field. Uh, pretty big. So, what what do you think New England's like first option is on offense? Well, is it going to be a is it going to be a James White's going to have 13, 14 catches again? Is it going to be uh, throws very... out of the backfield? Is it going to be runs away from? Uh, those guys up the middle, Sue and Donald? It seems pretty plausible that you're going to do a lot of check down type stuff because they don't have, uh, like, they don't have Josh Gordon. You know, they don't have that balls out receiver on but the But he'd outside. still get a ring if they won. Would he? he? I think so because he was on the roster. I think he'd still get a ring. Is he still technically on the roster? I, I, I don't know. Fairly irrelevant. <laughs> Not for Josh Gordon. <laughs> he can sell yeah, that. He can sell, he can sell that later if he sell, needs to. Yeah, I bet you he needs to. <laughs> At some point, <laughs> but but substance abuse is not funny. And well, gosh. and I was gonna say this: that Rams D line is nasty. I mean, if they get up the metal pressure on Brady, he, they're in trouble. It's almost like Sue was just kind of not doing anything all season long. And now look the at the playoffs. playoffs. So, what will the Patriots do? Will they will they leave Gronk in the block more? Um, will they will they want to? Although obviously going to go three on two with the uh, their interior linemen on the two D tackles, I would think. 
Yeah. That seems to make more sense. Yeah. Maybe double yeah. Donald and say, well, whoever their other guard is, like, you're going to have to block and Dominican Sue. I mean, you do, I'm you sorry. Do, you have to double Donald. Which would scare the hell out of me and you. Yeah. But. <laughs> you, just, you have to double Donald. I know. And he's, he's so too, awesome. Every time he makes a play, it's three yards behind the line of scrimmage. His hand control for a guy that's overrated is pretty good. <laughs> for, a guy that, for a guy that sucks, he's the, pretty good. The T.J. Murphy scouting report. Ugh, well, it was early in the season. Not anymore. He's not overrated no more. But No, he's the best he tackle in the league. I don't think it's our – I don't think you can argue that. No. Uh, and having Sue there trying helps out quite a bit. But, it, like, if you're the Patriots, so that you, you're going up against Peters and Tlaib on the outside. I feel like Tlaib ends up lining up on Gronk a lot. Because uh, he's physical, and he's also a guy that spent some time in New England and knows a little bit about mm-hmm. what they like yes. to do. Uh, but because the wideouts for the Patriots aren't all that great, like, it's, I mean, Edelman is. They put up numbers. Edelman System is. System receivers. But he's a he's a slot receiver. He's not yes. a wideout. So, like. That's a tough cover, though. Julian Edelman. Oh, it's, oh how it's hard brutal. he covers It's that. brutal, but you got to have somebody on him over the middle. Like, so you're not going to waste your two-star cornerbacks just covering Whoever their wideouts are. I don't even remember their names right now. Oh, Hogan, um, Philip Dorsett, yeah. Julian Edelman, Gronk. No, well, I don't count Edelman as a wideout. You have to. He has one. He's a slot <laughs> receiver. He's, he's a slot still, receiver. He's he still doesn't a, line up wide. He's still a WR, and that's wide receiver, a.k.a. wide out. You know. All right. Well. <laughs> Whatever. <but laughs> he's, they, he's they'll, they'll, the, find, they'll find a way, that's for sure. So, yeah, well, Peter's... He's a he's a shutdown I, I, corner, so you got to put him on the best receiver fig- they got, right? Figure you put Peters on Edelman, but is Peters great at covering that type of receiver? That's a good receiver? question. I don't know because he's a lot better handling wideouts, <laughs> wide wideouts that go wide out rather than slot <laughs> receivers, which are two different positions. It's still wide receivers, still under the same blanket. It's oh yeah, it's the same position group. Whatever. Yeah. Whatever. It's not necessarily the same. Like, you line up at a different spot. Well, wow, never mind. You're in a mood today, aren't wide you? Wide out. Yeah, it's a wide receiver, wide out, whatever. You have a, God. You've been watching the triple option for too long. We don't, don't remember what receivers are called. We have receivers on every play. <laughs> so wide outs on every play. Sometimes. But it'll be interesting to see uh, what they do there, you know. And you can't yeah. sit back and play zone the whole time. Brady will pick that apart. Well, that, I'd oh, go yeah. man. You can't do that. I think you end up putting Peters on Edelman and Tlaib on, on Gronk if he's going out and then just, like, hope that your linebackers can but even if James it's White. Even Gronk and Tlaib one-on-one, I like Gronk's chances. Oh, I do, we, too. We've seen corners try that are better than Tlaib and no success. Absolutely. For sure. I mean, Eric Berry got – Got eaten yeah, on did. that. Uh, what was it twenty-five yard pass? Yeah, like that to basically set up the mm-hmm. man. Go ahead, touchdown. Yeah, but um, what a fourth quarter was that was. By the way, started with twenty-four points at seventeen-seven. It ended with sixty-two. I mean, that's yeah, ching ching. I called the thir- other. thirty-eight point There's fourth quarter. Ching. Holy crap! That was lucky. <laughs> that was lucky. You, you can't keep the Chiefs bottled up forever. A 38-point fourth quarter? No one saw that to- coming. Total. Total. Not just that. 38-point fourth quarter. Yeah. I mean, right. total. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But, like, I mean, the Chiefs, that offset, that offense, they're going to score their points. <laughs> they were doing a good job of it, but eventually he's just going to find some stuff, you know. And people complaining about the officials for New England, we hear that all the time. Oh, the Patriots get the calls. Well, the Chiefs got a few calls, too. Oh, they absolutely did. That Chris Jones call is silly, though. Oh, it was very much so. But the play after that, 
Eric Berry grabs Gronk's arm, no call. Right. During the, a pass. Uh, and the, uh, the offensive pass interference terrible. is pretty bad. They yeah, he runs. Sammy Watkins on the outside. Runs right into a member of the Patriots more than a yard down the field. Because within, within a yard, you're fine. Yeah, because they ran one earlier that it was an offensive pick play where Kelsey picked a dude off in mm-hmm. the first yard. And they released Damian Williams on that wheel route, and, and Mahomes he missed, missed him. Just flat which out was a missed massive it. play. I think that was time. fourth quarter too. Yeah, that was fourth quarter. That was and a big it, one. It was an easy six. Kelsey turns around, he puts his arm in the air, like, "Oh, that's six, because my quarterback doesn't miss those until he did." It was very cold out. <laughs> it was a chilly night. <laughs> I didn't like freezing for that long. So the Patriots, back to the O line discussion. I was going to bring this up. Chiefs were first or second in the league in quarterback sacks. Brady didn't get touched. Right. So they will have something. They'll they'll have something for the Rams D-line, but the difference is the Chiefs defensive line is good from the outside. Brady can climb up in that all day. Right. But the Rams you're bringing on the inside. That's a whole different ball game. Well, that, that's tough. There's that and they so they ran the ball the whole first half. Mm-hmm. You know, yes. the the Patriots ended up running 94 offensive plays. The Chiefs ran 47. So Jeez. when you're running the ball and you're tiring them out, then your pass rushers aren't going to get there as fast. Tom can get rid of it pretty quick. Mm-hmm. Um, he did. He got rid of it. It was like 2.21 seconds or something, his average time of release, which is pretty phenomenal for an old guy. Uh, so it changes the game when you wear down those pass rushers like that compared to where the it's unlikely that you're going to be able to ball control like that against the Rams? I wish I remembered how well the Eagles ran the ball last year because the Patriots, or the Patriots, how well they ran the ball last year against the Eagles. Yeah. I wish I could remember that because I remember last year the Patriots offensive line did a great job against the Eagle D-line until Brandon Graham got that strip sack that kind of iced the game. But yeah, up until huge. then, the Patriots O-line did a fantastic job and Brady just shredded them for like five bills. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, and that's, that's so much of it is just game planning with how – because that's why I think it is going to be a lot of that James White stuff. Mm-hmm. Get rid of it quick and then – and you just hope that their deal, you have the ball longer and their D-line gets tired out and then can't pin their ear back, ears back at any point. So I think the Patriots last week, they had three sacks against Pat Mahomes, and he's I think it was three, and he's extremely agile. Yeah, they like they got there quick, though. Jared Goff, a little bit more agile than Drew Bledsoe. And that's not a little, saying a little much. Bit. So yeah, he can win a foot race against a statue. What is, uh, what's going to be the Rams' offensive plan in the game, I wonder? They have I would they have to pound the rock. McVeigh right? will come up with some creative stuff because yeah, that's what he does. Yeah, I mean if Todd Gurley's healthy, whatever, whatever the deal is, you, that's the well, man. Mm-hmm. That's what got you there. You need yeah. Gurley and C.J. Anderson helps out a huge, like massively now that he's there, and then hit play action. And like we said, go after J.C. Jackson. That's right. Where's twenty-seven? Right. <laughs> we're we're throwing at him. We're either getting a completion or a pass interference. Defense, you know, 27. Where, you know where J.C. Jackson's not going to play this Sunday? <laughs> the playoffs. In the Pro Bowl. Pro Bowl. That's right. And we can give a little rundown on that after the break. Southern Archery has been Spencer's go-to outdoor outfitter for more than 40 years. We carry the largest selection of handguns and long guns in the area and can help prepare you for the fall hunting season with new guns and bows or repairs to your existing equipment. Visit Southern Archery in South Spencer today. The flooring specialists at Mr. B's give their educated advice to help each customer find their perfect flooring. At Mr. B's Flooring, there's always an exceptional selection of flooring products, and you can be sure that your visit is friendly and personal. 
free estimates, delivery, and installation services available. Call 712-580-4400. Whether you're out with the family or catching a game with the guys, the sports page has the food, drink, and televisions to make the evening for you. And don't miss out on our daily specials. Visit the sports page in South Spencer. Grab a seat. The game's on. Exact Eye Care of Spencer is a full-service optometric office and optical. With the latest technology, doctors Joni Brewer and Jessica Curran are able to provide comprehensive eye care. Their team of opticians provides nearly 40 years of combined experience in the eyewear field. From comprehensive eye exams to full-service optical, they have you covered. Most major insurance accepted. Exact Eye Care of Spencer, 712-262-3982. Exactly what you need, exactly what you want. All right, and we're back for the final segment of this week's SGR Triple Option Podcast. I'm Nate Shaughnessy, joined by T.J. Murphy, Pro Bowl. All right, well, going back to the Super Bowl, oh. early prop here for you. We just uh, teased it last segment. James White catches go over. I don't even know what it'll be. Go go over. He had four. He I had, set it at 12 and a half. He had 15 or 13 15. against against the Chargers. He had four last week. What's going to happen? I'd set it at 12 and a half. They're going to go back to the well. I, no, I think they'll set about seven and a half or eight. I'd set it at twelve and a half. Is what I'm saying. I don't think anybody bet it. Yeah, well, nobody bet it. Vegas wants bets. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna set it at seven wanted, and a half or eight. Which that'd say, be a toughie. Oh, and Brady pass Brady toughie. pass yards. I'm going over too because the Patriots they might have a plan. We want to run the ball. Sony Michelle's a really good running back. We want to run the ball. Yeah, that's 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 bull crap. That game is coming down to Tom's right arm over pass yards for Tom Brady for another prop bet. Over under .5 interceptions for Tom. Over. Yeah. I think he'll throw a pick. He'll throw a pick, too, because I think he's going to have to throw the ball All right. like 40 times. Plus 3,000, will it go to a D lineman again? <laughs> <laughs> that was such a bad pass by Tom. Well, that, oh, that was terrible. That is a, yeah, it's a very uncharacteristic play. That's, a, you know, making your decision before the snap, you know. Ben also did the was, same thing yeah, against the Broncos. the Roethlisberger pick. Well, that guy got blocked there. He's not supposed to be there. Well, you threw it right at him, Ben. And same to you, Tom. Oh, my goodness. Well, did Tom do anything else the rest of the game? Did he make up for it like on the overtime drive, three, third, and tens? Like, oh, okay, this is easy. I don't, I don't recall him doing anything. Good we, haven't, we haven't shouted out Tony Romo yet. Oh, man. The oh, man. Hey, Pro Bowl, you have to wait. Yeah. We have... Pro Bowl might get pushed. Tom, Tony Romo, my God. Yeah, if the safety comes down, watch Gronk over the middle. Oh, okay, that's just what happened. Yeah, well, he just killed it, so they're going to run it to the outside. Oh, my, that was Boom. nuts. It was just ridiculous. Play after play, Edelman over the middle, the Gronk slant. Uh, I actually didn't know when Brady goes up to the line and says, Alert! Alert! 47! I didn't know he was killing the play. I didn't know what he, I didn't know exactly what it meant because, you know, all that stuff means something different for other teams. Romo's yeah. just like, yeah, that's what this means. Yeah, which is ridiculous. Romo's... Easily the best color man out there. It's not even close. No. And, and they're already talking about it, like giving him big money. He's under contract through next year. Through no, this I, year. I, I can't answer that. Through 2019. And they want to give him big money at CBS. Uh, but if I was the Chiefs, I'd be like, so do you want to be a D coordinator? <laughs> do you want to try that out for size? Because Bob Sutton, see ya. I think I heard they're hiring Steve Spagnolo of uh, Giants teams past. He's yeah. going to be their D coordinator. Really? Yeah. But, that, uh, did that come up after the Rex Ryan talk? I think I just heard – oh, I didn't hear that one. I think I just heard that today. It's ah, going to be Spags. We'll see. I don't, I don't think I'd hire Rex Ryan anymore either. He seems like a distraction. Uh, he, he's at ESPN. Him and, or Rob Ryan. 
Ro- I think Rob, Rob Ryan. Rob Ryan's actually not good. When Rob Ryan was at the Saints, I think he coordinated the league's worst defense. Yeah, he was terrible. And before that, he was in Dallas doing terrible work oh, yeah. for Tony Romo's defense. <laughs> Buddy of mine's a good, a big Bills fan. When Rex was there, I think he brought in Rob after he's fired from the Saints. Yeah, he just there gave, you go. Like that's what we need. We'll just give you a job. We need Jeez. another one of me. It's not what you know. It's <laughs> who you know. Yeah, and how well you know. <laughs> and what type of dirt old Rob has on Rex? But Romo, that was that that was fantastic. Oh. He 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 crushed it. He was a wizard. Mm-hmm. And then uh, somebody I forget who it was tried tweeting after Sutton got fired. They're like. Well, Tony Romo, good good on you. You're the reason Bob Sutton got fired. I'm like, nah. I think it was probably the 38 points he gave up in the championship game. Hey, Pat Mahomes, how would you feel if uh, Tony Romo was the next uh, Cowboys coach? I don't know, man. That seems pretty dangerous. They already have a pretty good defense, though, and he understands a lot of what I'm capable of doing. But I'm mobile, and I have a strong arm, so I think that I can get the ball deep against that defense regardless of who they have on the outside. And we're going to have a better running back next year. You know, we don't have Kareem Hunt anymore, and we only had Spencer Ware and Damian Williams in that game. And I'm not sure if they'll be on the roster next season. You can't cover Jason Kelsey over the middle. All right, real quick, transaction. Coach O. Yeah. <laughs> Why would you feel about Romo going to the Cowboys for a know. coach? I only care about LSU football. Hey, I'm doing a podcast. Thank you. Nobody, I don't care about the NFL. I don't coach the NFL. I coach college football, and that's what I care about at LSU. <laughs> that Papa Hopes was so fun. That's, oh goodness! I, and he'll be. Papa how do you Holmes feel about the gift that keeps on giving? How do you feel about the Pro Bowl coming up, Patty Mahomes? You're going to throw the ball to uh, New Hopkins, your boy Tyreek Hill, and Travis Kelsey. Be like just like at practice. I'm not going to lie to you. I was hoping I wouldn't be playing in this game. Yeah, things happen. Your, the future is bright for the Kansas City Chiefs, though. Oh, the future is disgustingly goodness. bright. Yeah, Mahomes is 23. He just threw 50 touchdowns. Add some pieces to that defense. They'll be right back. Yeah, any sort of secondary, and you're good to go. Mm-hmm. And, and a D-tackle, I suppose. Yeah, probably. Probably need a D-tackle. D-Ford. Oh, we didn't get to we didn't get to a lot of the things for the championship oh, games. My. We didn't get to as much as we wanted to because we were too busy arguing. <laughs> that will happen. Um, D-Ford. We, we have next week, too. D-Ford, so. you blew it. Oh, just terrible. That was the game. That, that was a pick. That was I the mean, game. it that went right huge. through. Gronk's hands. I did look another time. Tony Romo actually read my mind. Was after the Edelman uh, didn't touch it punt, mm-hmm. which I don't think he touched it. I don't either. They pieced those two pieces of the video together, which that, was great by yeah. uh, CBS. Just do that. Ha- having those camera right, angles. Like, damn. It looks like it touches his thumb on this one, but it doesn't on this one. But it looks like it touches his other thumb on that. Well, if you have the angle where he's clearly not touching it, then that other. Like, and that ball is what. A centimeter oh, from Edelman's bicep? So close. Oh, are you kidding me? So How does close. that not touch him? In- incredible. And that, uh, was it Sorensen? Is that who picked it up? Scoop and scored yeah, it? Yeah, that dude was all over the field. Mm-hmm. He had that. He had a good point. He had a good Fourth game. and one run stop was him. Yeah, he I had forgot the, about that. And then, after the Edelman call, Edelman tips it into his hands. He gets the pick. And I said, ball don't lie on the couch. And then Tony <laughs> Romo was like, oh, it's like a basketball. Ball don't lie. I was like, yeah. Do you remember a couple of times in that game the referee was uh, – who the heck was the referee in that game? God dang it. Tip my tongue. Cleet Blakeman. It was Cleet Blakeman. He, he would come on the he, – he read my mind one time too. He came on there and said, the clock is right. It says 10-14 to go. I said, thank you. And then Romo, thank you. Yeah. He did that like three times. That like, was. Yeah, Cleet, we know it says 10-14, bro. The We're one, well aware. The one time was valid when it was like, it was it was under a minute. 
and they were just checking. It's like, okay, that's I'll give you that one. <laughs> but third quarter, eight minutes to go, Cleet. Yeah, cool, dude. That is what Thank the clock you. says. Yeah. Hell, give him a second. What the hey? Thank you. <laughs> hey, what's the clock supposed to say? Don't care. Thank you. This isn't college football. <laughs> uh, what were we talking about? Cleet Blakeman? Yeah. I've always thought Cleet, Cleet Blakeman's name should be Blake Cleetman. Well, little known fact about Blake Cleetman, he went to Nebraska. He was a quarterback at Nebraska. Hate him. Jerk. Did he run the option? Uh, he ran the We Suck. He ran the Hobos and Mascara. Yeah, he well, ran. He ran with a bunch of hobos in mascara. What was it? The eighties? Uh, uh, I think well, it couldn't have been nineties because that was uh, Tommy Frost. Yeah, Tommy they, Fraser, excuse me. Yeah, they were. Yeah, we know who those guys are. Mm-hmm. Oh, Nebraska fans, don't uh, let us forget. <laughs> Lawrence Phillips was awesome. Yeah, he's dead. <laughs> yeah, how's that treating you? Yeah, you know it happens. Yeah, it I, happens I, to I the guess. best of them. Uh, the only the main thing I want to talk about with the Pro Bowl this week, we got all next week. <laughs> Talk about the sweet, sweet Pro Bowl. Uh, Desmond King. He is, he's not there. I don't see his he's name. He's not there. Derwin James, who Tampa should have drafted, <laughs> number 16. Who'd you take instead? Vita Vea. Who? He's not, he'll be fine. There's injury problems, whatever. But Derwin James is legit. Uh, but if you're picking a Pro Bowler off of that Chargers secondary, it's got to yes. be the guy with the oh, highest, sure. highest ranking in pro football focus. As a cornerback. Oh, pro football focus, they don't know what they're talking about, do they? They just don't study this stuff all the damn time. Oh, wait, are you telling me you uh, respect their advanced metrics? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, Lord. I feel good about that one. Player, player rankings and stuff, yes. I still think it was the right call to go to a thorough field goal. That's just me. I'm going to shout out Kyle Williams, longtime Buffalo Bill, making the Pro Bowl. Uh, he's announced after the season he's going to retire. He's oh, just yeah. big and tough. I yeah. always just love Kyle Williams. There's a video out there. I don't know if you've seen it on Twitter. Last year, the Bills made the playoffs, and they had to have uh, Andy Dalton throw to Tyler Boyd to make it in. And he's got, like, two of his boys there uh -huh. in the locker room, and they're watching it, and everyone goes crazy and whatnot. And Cool thing for old Kyle Williams. I tell you what, the Chiefs might want to give him some money. No, no kidding. Like, Kyle, you sure you want to leave? Come on. We got a shot at the Super Bowl. Have you seen this quarterback? Have you have you seen this? You, He's you, pretty good. You don't have to come in and do much. We're going to put up 31 a game. That's the thing. You just got to like tackle four dives a game, like, and that will mm -hmm. transform who that team is. Yeah. But, but shout out Kyle Williams and the Pro Bowl. Uh, if you've watched the Pro Bowl, wow, you must be bored. Go do something else, please. You know what city it's played in this year? I, I really don't. It's Orlando. I'm sad I know. Was it in Orlando last year? It might have been. Dude, at least have it in Hawaii. At least give the players the chance to go to bleeping Hawaii, man. Uh, Universal Studios is fun. I've never been to Hawaii. I probably won't ever go because they don't have all-inclusive resorts. Well, Universal's in Orlando. Yes. Well, yeah. I was just making sure. You'd... Oh, I have no clue. I went to Universal Studios in L.A. when I went to the Rose Bowl. That was kind of cool. I'll tell you, it's pretty neat. It wasn't bad, but man, Hawaii... Hawaii is Hawaii. And on that note... Grass skirts and those little guitar-looking thingies. <laughs> Ukuleles. Yeah, whatever. Uh, he had to drop one, one last jab, whatever. didn't he? What was that thing? A, a bugle? <laughs> <laughs> Bagpipes. I still haven't figured out how to play those with my mouth. All right, the paper's crumpled. Uh, it's the end of this uh, fantastically put-together show. Thanks for listening. Uh, come on back next week for something. The SDR Triple Option Podcast is brought to you by Pluger Taxidermy, Mr. B's Flooring, Graham Tire, Employment Connections, 
Exact Eye Care, Nelson Jewelry, Browns Shoe Fit, Southern Archery and Gun, Northwest Iowa Bone, Joint, and Sports Surgeons, The Average Joe Men's Hair Care, Don Pearson Ford, The Sports Page, and Hy-Vee. That'll do it for episode 24 of the SDR Triple Option Podcast. Be sure to follow us on Twitter and Facebook. Tune in next week as our local voices continue taking you through the world of football. Thank you for listening. So long, everybody. Oh, yeah. Okay, they, not. they probably talk on the regular. Yeah, that's and then Coach Hookfin is like, Willie, these three knuckleheads and Spencer have a podcast. It's not good. <laughs> it's not interesting. But I tell you what, it does give exist. them a follow. It does exist. You should it give them a little exist. love. <laughs>